If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Week 16. Championships decided tonight. But for me, oh, man, it was a bloodbath. A little bloodbath. I was literally... In seven finals going into yesterday. And I lost four for sure. And three, I don't feel good about tonight. I don't think I've gone without winning a fantasy football championship in over... It's got to be over a decade. It's literally got to be over a decade. Now, I'm not saying I'm not giving myself the old poo-poo that it's not going to happen. But I I can't remember the last time I haven't won a championship. But... What a bloodbath yesterday was. Guys we thought were going to do well, didn't. Guys we thought that were going to play, got hurt. I mean, it was, you know, I say this all the time. I do. I say this all the time, that the best team doesn't always win a fantasy championship. I do. And and I feel that now more than ever. Somebody had a great tweet. Let me see if I can find this tweet. Let me see. Um, Okay. At Dr. Roto, fact. A team of Daniel Jones, Kenyon Drake, Ronald Jones, Steve Sims Jr., Tajay Sharp, Hunter Renfro, Mike Gisecki, Sam Ficken, and Arizona's defense would have beaten Deshaun Watson, Chris Carson, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper, Zach Ertz, Justin Tucker, and the Pats D., 
211.68 to 71.06 in a PPR. That is mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. Think about what I just said. If I told you on Friday, you could have had Watson, Carson Mixon, Hopkins Hill, Cooper, Ertz, Tucker, Pats D. You would have taken that, wouldn't you have? And you would have said, I'm going to the bank with that team. And you would have lost. Watson was horrific. Carson gets injured. Mixon, I mean, even before the game started, they were like, well, I don't expect him to get many carries. Hopkins was on a milk carton. Tyreek Hill didn't need to do anything. Amari Cooper, oh my God, didn't even find them. That was one of the worst coached games in the history of mankind. I don't know how Jerry Jones doesn't fire everybody right now. Stupid. Zach Ertz got bludgeoned on a play by Xavier Woods. Lucky he can breathe today. But that's what it came down to. That's literally what it came down to. So... You know, we talked about Daniel Jones. Danny Danny Dimes, for better or worse. Giant fans, by the way, how many of you, be honest now, were upset that the Giants took Daniel Jones on draft day? How many of you wanted Dwayne Haskins? If you had to do this draft over again, you would all take Daniel Jones, wouldn't you? Gettleman, I don't know whether Gettleman picked him at the right time, but he picked the right player. I feel confident in saying that. Drake, how did two coaches in Miami both screw this up? This guy looks like the best player in the field. He's the best. He was the best player in the field in Seattle, Arizona. How? How was he not good enough to be in Miami? Somebody, please tell me how is that possible? Ronald Jones, Bruce Arians may not win Coach of the Year, but man, he should get close for making this guy relevant. That's how good he's been. Taze Sharp, I'm so upset at myself because I really, I liked the Titans passing game yesterday. But I didn't really like A.J. Brown. And I thought about Corey Davis, but I just never thought about Taze Sharp. I guess I should have. You know, I, I, I mean, I guess if I played 150 teams like most DFS guys, I would have done that, but I just didn't. Hunter Renfro was great. Great player. And you know what? You're going to find over the coming years, you're going to like this guy more and more. I don't think he's Wes Welker, but he's better than Amendola. That's that's where I am with him. That's a good player. He's not Julian Edelman. Maybe he's not Edelman. He's not Amendola. He's somewhere between. He's like around a Wes Welker. That's how good he is. Good player. Guy Saki? Finally becoming the the tight end that we've been hoping for for years. Took two years and he finally got there. Crazy, right? Crazy to think that that guy's tweet was dead on. Dead on. I I feel badly. I do. I feel badly for people who, you know, go go the whole year. And Ronas and I were talking about it. Ronas Ronas is like, this is the worst he's ever done as well. The, the best team doesn't always win a fantasy football league. Doesn't. So if you had a har- harsh game yesterday, 
I feel so badly for you. I do. I feel badly. You did nothing wrong. I promise you that. I don't think you did anything wrong. Starting Chris Carson, was there anything wrong with that? How about starting DJ Chark? The guy was active. I mean, did we know that he was going to get seven targets and he wasn't going to see anything? I mean, no. Would you have known that Russell Wilson was going to be... How about DK Metcalf? Would you have known that DK Metcalf was going to be literally non-existent? That the Cardinals were going to go in and beat the crap out of Russell Wilson who didn't even throw for 200 yards? I mean, Metcalf gave you a zero. Tyler Lockett gave you one for 12. If you stacked Seahawks yesterday, trust me, you lost a ton of money. The only Seahawk worth anything yesterday was Jacob Hollister. But prior to the game, I would have told you, sounds like a good play. Same thing with the Chargers. Would have told you the Chargers were a good play. And they got manhandled. Manhandled. So here we are in week 16. The Giants were great. Miami was great. The Bengals were great. The Colts were great. It's crazy. Absolutely insanity. So just take it for what it is. All right? When we come back, I'm going to break down the news and notes. We'll see what we could do in case you're still playing for next week. And, of course, the weeks after. Back right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Dr. Roto back with you here. Time to take a look at some news and notes. Mark Ingram left the game with a calf injury. Good chance of coming back, but he's not going to be 100%. So if you're playing in those playoff fantasy football leagues, which there's the beat Dr. Roto League for sure, Maui Madness, the playoff world championship, might want to look at Gus Edwards or Justice Hill. Gus Edwards can't catch anything, by the way. Justice Hill can. Looked very fluid on a play yesterday. I really liked what I saw there. I think Justice Hill is going to be a good player. Just may take him some time. All right, Texans head coach Bill O'Brien says he's not going to rest players week 17 against the Titans. Every coach says that, but I don't know. What's the incentive? Uh, you know, You know you're playing in two weeks. Do you really want to throw DeAndre Hopkins out there to get injured? Do you really want to push Deshaun Watson? I don't know. So, Adam Schefter says Mason Rudolph out for week 17 against the Ravens. Good luck with Duck Hodges against RG3. That's going to be the game of the week. That's the game that you're going to be seeing because there's no way you play Lamar Jackson. None. Zero. Nada. You're not playing Jackson. You're not playing uh, what's his face? Oh, yeah, Mark Ingram, not playing him. I just just be, uh, I like this kid, Trace McSorley, by the way, from Penn State. I think RJ3 plays about a, a half. And you watch, maybe McSorley gets out there. Kind of like him. Little Gus Edwards there, too. Get some wide receivers in play. Maybe Mark Andrews takes a little break, too. The Bengals placed AJ Green on injured reserve. Uh, if you traded for him earlier in the year, I'm sorry. I am, I'm sorry. Just never was a chance that he was going to play. There never was a chance that he was going to play. So they kept him They kept him around, but he was never playing. And I think a lot of people traded for him, thinking, oh, I'll get A.J. Green, he'll come back. But what was the incentive? Why bring him? Why bring him back? Makes no sense. I think that they're going to sign him to the franchise tag to see how he looks next year. But obviously this guy wants big money. But let me just say this. I've said it before. I'll say it again. 
The Bengals are close. You give me Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, John Ross, Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, Tyler Eifert. Not bad. Just need an offensive line that stays healthy, and you need some impact defensive players now. You do that, and the Cincinnati Bengals don't don't laugh. They can be an eight and eight team next year quickly. Quickly. I'm not going to say ten and six, but I'll say eight and eight. I'll give him two years for ten and six. I think that highly of Joe Burrow. I do think he's a winner, and you got a lot of good skill players there. Close. All right. Oh, by the way, on Tyler Boyd. I don't know if you guys saw the end of that game. They're driving down the field trying to get that last touchdown, and Tyler Boyd starts limping and comes up lame. But he knows if he goes to the ground that they're going to stop, play, and they're going to, the 10 second clock is going to go. They're going to lose 10 seconds, and the game is going to be over. So Tyler Boyd stays on the field, barely can stand. Waits for the play to happen and then limps off so they don't waste the 10 seconds. How amazing is that? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. They don't win the game, but that was as as selfless a play as I've ever seen in my life. And Hetty, smart. You can't teach that kind of smart play. You're either a smart player or you're not. That's smart play. All right, Ronald Darby, going to miss time with a hip flexor. Look, the Eagles may make the playoffs. I think that's pretty much fact. But the Eagles are not going anywhere in the playoffs. They're going to get killed. Pass defense is terrible. Rasul Douglas is not good. Sidney Jones is not good. Darby was okay, but, I mean, I don't know. Dallas blew that game. Dallas just blew that game. First of all, you're running the ball when everybody knows you don't run the ball against the Eagles. What are you doing running? Oh, I'm going to bring Tony Pollard in at third and one or fourth and one, whatever it was. Don't get cute. And Dak was so off yesterday. And I'm not even blaming that shoulder. Dak is off. Dak is not a great, accurate quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's a smart quarterback. He's a winner. In general, he's a winner, but let's not call him accurate. Dak is not uh, Steve Young. Dak is all over the place. And Amari Cooper was bad. Michael Gallup was good. Amari Cooper was bad. All right, Corey Davis and the concussion protocol. Um, Khalif Raymond in the concussion protocol. So you're looking at Tajay Sharp and A.J. Brown again. Against the Texans. And Janu Smith, who's looked pretty good. All right, the Seahawks. You know who's going to rejoin the Seahawks? Marshawn Lynch. No Chris Carson, no Rashad Penny, no CJ Procise. Could you imagine they bring in the beast mode and they make it to the Super Bowl? What kind of story is that going to be? That's a story and a half. And you know what? I'm cool with it. I think that uh, Marshawn Lynch is a great signing. There's no better signing that I can think of than Marshawn Lynch for the Seahawks. It fits. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. I really do. I might even uh, I might even play him in DFS next week. 
I can get behind that. I can. I can get behind that. All right. Doug Peterson said that Zach Ertz is going to get tested. He got whacked in his ribs. Man, he got whacked. Dallas Goddard had a day yesterday. Firstly, we know that tight ends against Dallas is always a good play. Secondly, Goddard looked pretty good. I mean, Carson Wentz was literally going to him exclusively yesterday. All right, Dwayne Haskins, high ankle sprain. I doubt he plays next week. I think we'll see Case Keenum. Verdict on Dwayne Haskins. C minus. C minus. I won't give him an F. He wasn't an F, by the way. Then in the last couple of weeks, he has moved up to a C minus D plus. I'll go C minus because I think D plus is a little harsh. But the last two games were good. Last two games, I, I, good is a bad word. I, I saw a glimmer, a glimmer of hope if I'm a Redskin fan. A very, very small glimmer, but a glimmer. But the Redskins need so much. When you're receiving core is Steven Sims and McLaurin and Kelvin Harmon, you're in trouble. I love McLaurin, but the other guys are, you know, eh, eh. need a healthy Geist to make that work. But I think I think Haskins is a C minus at best. I think Daniel Jones is give him a B. I think I'm gonna give him a B. Certainly not an A. Certainly not an A minus. I don't think he's a B plus either with all the fumbling and interceptions. But I think he's a B. All right, Kyler Murray. Dealing with a sore hamstring, let's just say there's no reason that he plays next week. What's the reason? What do he need to prove? Brett Hundley's a pretty, you know, he's not a good player, but he's okay. I think that makes uh, some sense. By the way, uh, Robert Turbin also visiting the Seahawks. Could you imagine if they bring uh, Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turbin? Like the blast from the past. All right, Deshaun Jackson is going to resume practicing next week, and he will hopefully be out there if the Eagles make it to the playoffs. I could see that. Pretty good. All right, what other news? Phillip Rivers says that he wants to play in 2020. Wow. Do you know how bad the Chargers have been the last couple of weeks? Seriously. The Chargers played the Vikings and the Raiders, two teams with an absolute terrible pass defense, and they couldn't do anything. Is that a Phillip Rivers problem? I think it is. Actually, I think there's another problem there, and I want to get involved. I want to talk about it. I will discuss the Los Angeles Chargers and their many problems when we return right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid. Will you receive a free bet of up to $500? That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply and see the website for details. All right, back with you here. I want to talk about the Chargers. I think they went off the rails when Melvin Gordon came back. And I'm not blaming Melvin Gordon in the, in the least. Melvin Gordon did what he had to do. I get it. I understand it. He, he wanted to deal with his own with a holdout. He felt he was getting screwed. I'm all for that. I get it. Problem was this. Austin Eckler is special. That is a special talent. 
And if you look at the numbers he had before B, G, and then A, G. BG is before Gordon. 12 for 58 and a touchdown rushing, 6 for 96 and 2 receiving. 7 for 66 rushing, 6 for 67 receiving. 9 for 36 rushing, 7 for... I mean, he's just killing it. And then Melvin Gordon comes, and it's just not the same. It's just not the same. He's getting some carries. 9 for 16, 7 for 19. Some days he does more receiving. Some days he does less. You can't have two alpha males in the backfield. It just doesn't work. And Austin Eckler, I want Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. That's the combo platter I want. See, I don't want Gordon and Eckler. I don't. Chargers are better when it's Eckler and Jackson because Eckler is one of the most exciting players in the game. Gordon's good. I'm not, I'm not knocking Gordon. Not. But he's not great. He's good. And he deserves money. But when he came back, remember he did nothing for a few weeks. Nothing. 12 for 31, 8 for 18, 16 for 32. Then he got a little hot. Then he got a little hot. But his presence there affects Eckler. So now, think of it this way. Because I think this was a real... You know, cluster, beep, I won't even use the word. You had Gordon, you had Eckler, you had to feed them. Oh, by the way, you had Keenan Allen, you had Hunter Henry, and there's a guy named Mike Williams who wasn't fed enough of the football. I mean, how many weeks did Mike Williams see nothing? Now, here's Mike Williams. You ready? Ask yourself this question. How many games did Mike Williams catch more than five passes all year? Do you know the answer? One. Two, three, three, six, five, four, three, three, two, two, five, two, four, three. Are you kidding? That is not good enough. That's not good enough. This guy's got to get the football, but you can't give him the football when you have to give it to two different running backs. Hunter Henry, too, had a couple of good games, but then he disappeared a lot of times. Some weeks he was great. And then some weeks you're like, I think he was on a milk carton. I think I saw this guy once. I don't know where he is anymore. Too many people won football. Gordon Eckler, one's got to go. Allen Williams, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, need the ball more. Hunter Henry needs the ball more. This is a simple fix. Anthony Lynn needs to go. Phillip Rivers needs to go. I'm I'm I look, I respect Philip Rivers. I like Philip Rivers. I believe he's talented. But are you telling me at 38 years old this is the guy bringing the Chargers to the Super Bowl? No. No. It's not bringing him to the Super Bowl. Not happening. I'd much rather see the Chargers go out and get themselves a quarterback or go with Tyrod Taylor. See, the, the NFL has changed. Really has. Everything's an RPO. Phillip Rivers is not an RPO. Couldn't run a yard if he saved his life. I just think that the Chargers need to reinvent themselves. 
if they bring back Rivers, if they're if Gordon returns, it's more of the same. And the problem is the following. More of the same puts you in the middle. And the middle, there's no championships in the middle. I'd rather be 4 and 12 or 12 and 4 than 8 and 8. I would. I'd rather be 4 and 12. I would. And I'm going to tell you why. Because at 4 and 12, I know I have to make changes. At 4 and 12, I go, ooh, we've got some issues here. i got to fix it. At 8 and 8, you're like, well, I could have won a couple of games. I could have lost a couple of games. And I, then, you, then you're kind of delusional. You're a little delusional at 8 and 8. At 12 and 4, you're a pretty good team. At 4 and 12, you're a pretty bad team. At 8 and 8, who are you? Don't you feel like that's who the Chargers are? Don't you feel like that's that's kind of who they are? I think they're worse than that. At 5 and 10, that's how bad they are. Bringing Phillip Rivers back, bringing Anthony Lynn back, bringing Melvin Gordon back, what did you change? More of the same crap. See, I'd rather be the Broncos than the Chargers. I would rather root for the Broncos than the Chargers. Let me tell you why. This is an easy one. This is actually a very easy one. Firstly, who has a gun to my head right now, Philip Rivers or Drew Locke, who do I want? Drew Locke. This is not even a question. If you if you answered Philip Rivers, you need to call my office for immediate appointment. Philip Rivers is 38 years old, hasn't won anything, and won't win anything. Drew Locke is 23. And he's playing pretty well for a young kid. He's showing something to me. Is he great? No. Does he suck? No, I'm seeing something though. Next, you have Cortland Sutton, really good receiver. You have Noah Fant, really good tight end. You got Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman, good running backs. You've got a defense, Demarcus Walker, Shelby Harris, Von Miller, Todd Davis, Chris Harris. I don't think that Denver's that far away. I really don't. I'd rather be Denver than San Diego because San Diego is not going anywhere with Phillip Rivers. Who doesn't want to go anywhere, by the way? He's not done yet. Dude, you're 38. Now, if Phillip Rivers ends up on another team that's, that's a player away, I might have a different story for you. If Phillip Rivers goes to the Panthers, I could get behind Phillip Rivers and the Carolina Panthers for a year. I could. I could get behind them. T.J. Moore, Curtis Samuel, Greg Olson, McCaffrey. I could get behind that. But the way the Chargers are constructed, I think they need to start over. The current Chargers need to start over. That's how I feel. I think they're a bit of a mess right now. And sometimes starting over is the way, is the right thing to do. Sometimes you have to know when to blow it up. Now, you don't want to blow it up too soon, but you don't want to blow it up too late. Right? Some teams are more fixable than others. Now, see, I think the Buccaneers are fixable. Jameis Winston, a little crazy, a lot of, in, a lot of interceptions, but there's something there. I probably give Jameis the big old franchise tag for another year and pay him a lot of money for a year and see what I have. 
I franchise tag him. I see if I can get Ronald Jones to go to the next level. There was a glimmer this week. There was a big glimmer this week with Ronald Jones. Yeah, I played pretty well. 14 for 77 and then had three receptions for 32 yards. That's pretty good for Ronald Jones. You've got Mike Evans, Godwin, a more confident Brashad Perriman, Justin Watson, O.J. Howard finally playing a little bit better. The Buccaneers are on to something. Good run defense. Devin White and Levante David are really good. Maybe you get another guy in that secondary. I think that's what you need. You need a cornerback or you need a safety. You need one of those two things. You do that, and the Buccaneers are close. See, that's a team that's close. That's a team that's 7-8, and eight, but they're close. The Chargers don't feel close to me. The Chargers feel very far away. Very far away. Now let's talk about that Texans-Buccaneer game. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, the Buccaneers' defense is better than people think. I mean, Deshaun Watson, a buck 84, no touchdowns. Here you are in the championship game. You played Deshaun Watson. You're like, I got him against Tampa Bay. I'm winning my league. Give me the crown. 19 for 32 for 184 and an interception. Are you kidding me? Duke Johnson was more like Puke Johnson. Two for four, rushing. One for 12. So that's, well, that's terrible. It's terrible. It's less than three points. And by the way, Will Fuller is out. You know Watson doesn't play well with Will Fuller out. You just downgrade him right now. You still have Stills. You still have Hopkins. You still have Phils, but you downgrade. I, I, the Titans are winning next week. Titans are winning next week. But I will say this. Brashad Perriman did step up and Justin Watson stepped up. The Buccaneers are on to something. Keep your eye on the Bucks. I promise you that. Taking a break. Back with you right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, 
business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Dr. Roto, back with you here. I'm getting all heated up here about how awful the Chargers are and how good the Buccaneers are. But hey, it's week 16. Now's the time. See, I know that there's week 17, but a lot of people don't pay attention. Then there's playoff fantasy football, and sometimes people don't pay attention, but they should because I love playoff fantasy football. But you got to do the intake of the teams now. You got to really think about the teams now because there's a long, long, long few months ahead of us where there's no football. And we don't talk about football enough. We'll talk about it during the draft. Right? I'll definitely talk about it during the draft. But when the playoffs are done, it's baseball time. And it dominates us. And we almost forget what happened in the NFL. We can't forget. We can't forget. So we want to do the intake now. All right. I'm going to give you a team that I'm telling you is on the precipice of greatness. I don't think it's happening this year for them, but it's really, really close. It's the Buffalo Bills. I love how this team looks. Josh Allen is absolutely a guy I have my eyeballs on next year in fantasy. I'm not going to say he's my guy, but I'm not going to say he's not. I'm not going to say he's not. If I could get another 500 yards and about eight or nine touchdowns rushing... On top of 3,000 yards, maybe 25 touchdowns next year, an improved Josh Allen, I like he. I love Devin Singletary. Love him. Love John Brown. Love Cole Beasley. Think they need one more receiver there. I don't think Isaiah McKenzie or Robert Foster is the guy. I don't think Dawson Knox is the guy, even though they like him. I don't like him enough. 
He was a quarterback turned tight end. Those guys never turn out the way they should. They're no Noah Fant, and they're no TJ Hawkinson. You know what I'm saying? They're different. But Buffalo's close. It's a close team. They need a little bit on that offensive line, and they need a guy on the defensive line. Jerry Hughes getting a little old. Trent Murphy's a little unreliable. I'm liking me some Ed Oliver. But I think they need another guy on the offensive line, another guy on the defensive line. And then this team could beat the Patriots. Yes, they can beat the Patriots. They've got an absolute devastatingly good secondary with Javis White and Levi Wallace. Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde are tremendous players. Tremaine Edmonds is one of the best linebackers that you've never heard of. They just need a guy to get to the quarterback and a guy to protect the quarterback. They get those two things. This team is beating the Patriots. That's a fact. It's a well-coached team. The Bills don't just, they don't lose games. They get beaten. They don't lose. They never beat themselves. Are the Patriots better than them now? They're better. Patriots are better. I'm not saying they're not. Patriots are better. I'm saying the Bills are close. I'm saying the Bills are very close. All right, that other Saturday game, the Rams and 49ers. Who saw this as a 65? Who saw that one? I never saw that was going to happen. And by the way, so sad about C.J. Beathard. His brother gets stabbed at a bar in Nashville. I mean, that is just brutal. I've been to Nashville. Bavona, you've been to Nashville. It's a beautiful city. We don't want to see anybody getting injured like that. That's crazy talk. Dude, Nashville is such an amazing city, man. Did you see about Beathard's brother getting stabbed in a bar there? It's, I mean, just to hear that is just so scary. But at the same time, my, my, only, my only guess is that you probably do get some stranger people in some in certain bars and also you get a lot of people there who the problem with Nashville is that it's kind of become such a party town to a point where right you get you get like you know you get like the country folk meeting the city folk and it's two personalities really clashing and god knows what what uh, Bathard's uh, brother did that not no it was it was it was Bethard right it was it, no it's Clayton Bethard Clayton CJ's Bethard, yes. brother yeah. yeah so you don't know like so you're saying a couple a couple of good old boys get together with some city boys and all of a sudden it gets stupid yep yep unfortunately I've seen it it's it's really un- too much too much bo- too much booze right? yeah yep I well I don't know because I listen I listen I was in Nashville I'm a city boy and I I mean I I had the best time of my life but I also know that football football players in general like they're just they're on edge as it is so you don't really you like you don't know what's going on through like these guys heads it's, and then like and then what they're going to go out and get drunk like I don't want I don't want to hang true. out with, I don't like I don't want to hang out with football players they scare me I just, Nashville's just one of the most fun cities I've ever been in. I mean, it, like, if you can't have a good time in Nashville, you suck at life. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I like. I mean, listen. I've talked. I've talked about it. That's some. That's one place I'd love to live. Yeah, good people, good food, good entertainment. Best There's food. always something to do there. Exactly. I know. Yeah, I just feel. I feel badly. That's that's, that's crazy. Yeah, heart. It's it's heartbreaking. 
It is. As a, as a parent, I would be like, could you imagine if your kid died in a bar fight in Nashville? I think I could recover from that. Like it, just I'm serious. Horrible. I don't think I could recover from that. Yeah. All right. Speaking of horrible, the Rams have been horrible this year. They really have been. I, I think you have to put the Rams as horrible because we were horribly wrong about them. They were so close to winning the Super Bowl last year, and they reverted in such a way that Todd Gurley, what did he really do this year? We, we went back and forth about Gurley all offseason. And I, Ronas and I were like, we, weren't, we, didn't want him, we didn't want him. Jim Day liked him. I'll go to my grave knowing I did the right thing. The guy had, he had the touchdowns. But do you know they only had 789 yards rushing? I mean, that's nothing. I mean, he does have 12 touchdowns rushing and two receiving. So the touchdowns have been there. If you're in a standard league, Todd Gurley still absolutely a first-round pick. But in a PPR, is he really? Is he really? I don't know about that. I don't think this guy's ever seen 250 rushing attempts ever again in his career. So if he averages less than four yards a carry, he's not seeing a 1,000 yards rushing ever again. It's true. Tyler Higby has stepped up and become a man. I always liked Tyler Higby in college and thought he was better than Gerald Everett, but Everett was more of the athlete, so he got the opportunity. Then when Everett got hurt, Higby's got the job, and he hasn't let go. Higby's been great. Robert Woods has been great. Brandon Cooks finally gets a touchdown. Once again, I think this team suffers from too many good players. Higby, Woods, Cooks, Cup, Gurley. You can't feed all those guys. I love Cooper Cup. Love Cooper Cup. Did I mention I love Cooper Cup? The problem is, when was the last time he broke 100 yards? It was in week eight. Hasn't come close since. Now, he's scored touchdowns the last four weeks. He has four touchdowns in the last four weeks. But here's his yardage. 65, 45, 41, 31. You're not winning fantasy titles with that. Four for 31 and a touchdown doesn't win you a fantasy title. It gets you 13 points. I like 13 points. I like 23 more. I want nine for 17 and a touchdown. That, that gets me points. Four for 31 doesn't win me a title. Brandon Cooks. Oh, my God. This guy has done nothing all year. How many games has Brandon Cooks broke 100 yards? One. One. How many has he broke 50? Including that 100-yard game? Two others. 39, 74, I mean, the last few games, 32-24-0-46-39. Yep, I definitely would have known he was going to score a touchdown this week. Now, for the 49ers, Raheem Mostert turned into a real player. Debo Samuel is a really good player. We're drafting next year. I think Debo Samuel, absolutely a wide receiver three, might be a borderline wide receiver too. If you started with th if you start your draft running back heavy, you could absolutely go Debo Samuel as your second receiver. I'm cool with that. It's a good young player.
He really is. He's, he's a good talent. All right, the Saints-Titans. I am so upset at myself for being way off on Michael Thomas. I never draft Michael Thomas. I've had Michael Thomas once in the last four years. Once. So I think I had him as a rookie, and I haven't had him since. And I don't know why that is. All he does is make plays. So if I have pick four or pick five next year, please, somebody, anybody, just remind me and say, hey, Dr. Roto, remember on the radio that day when you said how much you liked Michael Thomas? I just wanted to remind you of that. Thank you. I, I, I will be so appreciative of that. I'll be like, thank you so much. Because I'm going to draft him. The guy gets nine or ten receptions every week. Every week. You can't replace that. He's better than Hopkins. Better than Tyreek Hill. For sure. Okay. If there was a team that needs to make a change more than the Cleveland Browns, I haven't met this team. Baker Mayfield regressed so miserably this year that if this is not the number one alarm, I don't know what is. I mean, Baker Mayfield has 19 touchdowns and 18 interceptions. The yardage, he's not even going to hit 4,000 yards. And who knows if he hits 20 touchdowns. That's just not good enough. Play calling is bad. When you've got Chubb, Hunt, Beckham, Landry, it's got to be better than that. (coughs) It's got to be better than that. I don't know what else to say, but Freddie Kitchens does not have of Beckham or Landry. That's fact. You can see it. I mean, so they they have to start over. Baker needs another guy, a new voice, an offensive-minded guy. Give the give somebody the keys to the kingdom and let this guy mold him because Freddie Kitchens is not a molder of men. I don't know what he is, but I know it's not that. Maybe, maybe I bring in Greg Roman. I Maybe I do. Because Greg Roman is a success. All the Browns have to do is look across the field and see how well the Ravens played and say to themselves, I want that guy. I want Greg Roman. Because we can't be any worse with Fat Freddy Kitchens. Team is misguided. Kareem Hunt, three carries yesterday. Beckham, four receptions. It's just not good enough. Meanwhile, the Ravens are, are, are slaying it. They've got multiple guys running, multiple guys catching. They don't even have their best receivers catching the ball. Hollywood Brown doesn't even touch the ball half the time. Unreal. It's really unreal. He goes one for six. But they still win because they have great play calling. You win in the NFL by calling the right plays at the right time and being an innovative play caller. Look at, look at Bill Walsh. He only scripted the first 25 plays of every game, and they would score touchdowns almost all the time. All right, back with more right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. 
all major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back with you here, it's Dr. Roto. So look, I, uh, I will not be here tomorrow, and I will not be here Wednesday. So I just want to take this time to wish everybody out there a very, very Merry Christmas. Chris Pavone, I wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas. Thank you. You too, Doc. Really appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, everybody out there, so I hope you have spent time with family and, and friends and uh, it's a good time to uh, just appreciate what you have and appreciate uh, all the good things that uh, we have in life. And, 
You know, you don't get, we don't get that much family time here. And, and when you think about it, we've got Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and I guess New Year's is family time-ish. But uh, these are times you got to be uh, extra special, right? So that's, uh, I hope everybody, I hope Santa hooks everybody up out there. All right. Were you good this year, Chris? Do you deserve to be hooked up? I had my moments. I personally don't. It's not really about me. I want to, you know, I'd rather in, in terms hook up like my family, my, uh, my wife, my my, uh, you know, well, if you want to stay married, you want to hook up your wife. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you okay. know, I, it's always a good idea. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if you ever watched the Twilight Zone doc. Yeah. Do you ever? There's one episode that uh, they do at Christmas. It's called The Night of the Meek, and the whole thing is that this guy, this kind of poor drunk guy, all he says is he's, he's like, I just want to become the biggest gift giver ever, and oh. you know, in a sense, that's always what I want, and that's what I want every year for you know my friends, my family. Um, that That's a good story. I like that. I love that. Yeah, go on Netflix and watch it. I love that. Night of the Meek. Yeah, oh, I will. It's fantastic. You know, when I worked at a school, I, I always used to do gift drives on Christmas for kids who didn't have it, who didn't have anything, because I always feel like instead of us getting, we need to give. Always better to give than to receive, right? It's just, it just feel it. It feels better. Yeah. I personally it think it feels better. Yeah. Like if I get if I get something cool, like if I get if I get anything, I, hey, great. But I really don't like. I could right. care less. Right. But if you see somebody's face when you give them something, especially a kid, when they get something on Christmas, no better feeling. Seriously, no better no. feeling. That's why I can't, I can't wait to give my, uh, my cousin uh, her gifts, her, her, her daughter and uh, her son's gifts. I'm, I'm excited cool. for that. All right. I'll look for it on Instagram. All right, guys. This is Dr. Roto saying time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. I'll be back with you on Thursday. So once again, very Merry Christmas to you and yours. Enjoy the time with your family and your friends. And uh, we'll talk more when we get back. All right, guys. Be well. Take care. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.